Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. What's up? Happy Monday. Welcome to Troubled Minds News, and I'm your host, Michael Strange, and this is a show where we talk about uh, propaganda, where we talk about the 24-hour news cycle, and we talk about the conspiracy that is the news. And of course, uh, like we talk about on, uh, we do the show Monday and Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific. We do it exclusively on Twitch for 24 hours, and then then it goes to YouTube after that because, you know, uh, just goofy arrangements between uh, Twitch and monetization and all this other stuff. So anyway, uh, so w- like we were saying on Friday, it's interesting to do news on Mondays and Fridays specifically because uh, Friday is known as dumping day. And what that means is uh, the the news cycle, uh, the, the, the propaganda sources uh, drop the most embarrassing news stories on Friday afternoon so that they have a weekend to, to either plan uh, how to wash it out of the news cycle for Monday or they uh, they uh, basically just kind of sweep it under the rug, pretend it never happened, and then you know uh, move on as business as usual on Monday. So kind of uh, interesting and curious to to look at the news cycles only on Fridays and Mondays and kind of see where they might change uh, basically the narratives, right? So uh, basically. Uh, as we go back several weeks, you can see all kinds of things that have kind of come through the news, the news cycles, hot and heavy. And one of them has been UFOs, right? 
So, uh, you know, we've covered the hell out of UFOs on this show and the other show, which would be Troubled Minds. And, of course, that goes uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, but the thing the thing is that uh, so it was UFOs. And then this past week was heavily dominated, uh, in my opinion, by um, by what you would call uh, the Wuhan lab leak hypothesis right so so notably uh, and and uh, it scares me a little bit because i don't know where they're heading with this but uh remember a year ago they used to say well you can't say that it makes you a racist right but now it's like well by the way it's probably true <laughs> and everybody is saying it's probably true now at Woodish, of course when you get a consensus it scares me because it means somebody's probably lying <laughs> so uh, just uh, i don't know uh, but here we are anyway so welcome to, welcome to the show uh, that's what the show's about it's really about looking at news cycles and trying to decipher what the hell is really going on out there because it's nothing like what they tell us I, I, that that is probably the only thing i can promise you is that the reality of the situation is nothing like what the news cycle is bringing to us and so that's what the show is really about um it started with uh, the other show troubled minds we used to have a news segment it got longer and longer because there was so much to talk about so it made sense to kind of peel it off and turn it into its own monster and here it is the monster so uh, happy monday welcome to the monster uh, show news that is troubled minds news and uh we do this live so if you want to be part of the show at any point we have an open phone line and you can also join the discord uh, phone line is 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 you can go to troubledminds.org click the discord link and join the show that way as well all right let's uh get to the news shall we which uh which is well you know the, the news is always the best because you never know what you're going to get. It's like a box of chocolates, right? It's like a, what a Forrest Gump said uh, famously. All right. Infamously, maybe. Check this out. This is from Twitter. And this was uh, yesterday. Yeah, I think this is yesterday. What, what the hell day is it today? I don't even know what day it is. The 14th. All right. I know it's Monday. That's the, that's the only important part you need to know, right? You need to know where you need to be on Monday. But uh, it's the 14th. So this is yesterday. Now, this is from a Twitter account called Latest in space at latest in space and yeah, i'll link it and you guys can check it out and uh oh yeah yeah good, good one night stalker so does that make monday flushing day i see you in the chat there what's up guys i see you guys in the chat thanks for uh <laughs> thanks for being part of this show all right now yeah check this out this is crazy this is crazy so latest in space tweeted this yesterday a meteor recently fell into the most active volcano in Indonesia named Mount Merapi. And uh, this photographed by an individual by the name of Gunarto Song. Now check this out. <laughs> check this out. This is a little bit crazy. So this is, this is an actual photograph of what appears to be a meteorite actually landed inside of an active volcano and uh it's one of those things where uh it, it looks fake it, like it looks faked for real it's like wow that's just kind of too good to be true right like try try uh f photographing an airplane right it's hard we've talked about this before it's hard but imagine catching a meteorite in the instant it descends into <laughs> the volcano uh well in any case uh i guess you could probably call this um well, uh, <laughs> uh, some of the, the, the Twitter comments here are pretty gold with the uh, um, people describing, you know, what's what's coming next, of course, which could be all kinds of things, but, <laughs> but uh, including, you know, the end of the world. Right. Like this. This is how every bad sci fi movie should start anyway, if they don't with a meteorite falling into an active volcano and then 
There's your plot device. What's the plot look like, guys? <laughs> What's it look like? <laughs> yeah, in any case, I thought this was pretty funny that uh, to, to kick this off is that this, this seems to be a rare photograph. And uh, the rare photograph is... Um, it's nice. It's it's uh it's not nature. It's not uh you know. I mean you know like like a, a, a kitten in the forest type of thing. This is like you know this is this is beefy stuff. This is a meteorite and an active volcano. Boom, boom. All we need is a big explosion or oh I don't know. How about let's see. Let's go to instead of that. Let's go to yeah. Since we're starting with uh, some doom and gloom, let's go to the BBC. So all we need to start this bad movie plot uh, is this uh, the the meteorite falls into the active volcano uh, somewhere next to a nuclear facility in china there you go we're creating our own bad movie today all right so here we go now <laughs> this is reported by the bbc and uh china taishan plant quote performance issue reported at a nuclear facility there we go so now in the bad plot that we're, we're making for this movie this imaginary movie is the meteorite falls into the active volcano which is near a nuclear facility in china there we go and boom uh it was reported by the, by the bbc yesterday actually today 55 minutes ago uh EDF Energy confirmed that gases that had built up in a component of the plant were deliberately released. A spokesperson said this was because of a fuel rod problem, right? There you go. There's your perfect uh, perfect plot device for the end of the world. A fuel rod problem next to the, well, of course, they're not next to each other, this volcano and this. Anyway, you get the point. We're, we're, we're bending, bending truth here and making some fiction of our own. But in any case, this, this part is real. Uh, so, quote, we are not in a scenario of an accident with a melting core an EDS spokesman who didn't want to be named told the AFP news agency. And, uh, well, that's good. We're not in this in, 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 in a scenario of an accident with a melting core. That's the important part, right? Is that, uh, this, this, uh, nuclear facility is not melting down. So they're telling us, which of course, just like, uh, just like, uh, it, it wasn't pandemic level last year in China. In any case, uh, so quote, we are not talking about contamination. We are talking about control emissions because of course they're releasing the gases that are building up and uh, at this nuclear facility what were, what went wrong at the plant EDF said there was a buildup of noble gases in part of the cooling system of the plant's number one reactor the gate uh, <laughs> the gases were collected and treated before being released into the atmosphere in accordance with regulations the unnamed spokesman told AFP the gas leaked after the coating on some of the fuel rods deteriorated fuel rods are sealed metal tubes which hold nuclear materials used to fuel the nuclear reactor yeah right all right so so fuel rods okay so gas leaked after the coating on some of the fuel rods deteriorated that sounds legit right that sounds not bad that should be fine right we just put the coating back on and it's all good you know send a guy down there in a hazmat suit and do the thing yeah no Anybody know how that works? It, does, it doesn't sound easy to fix to me. But in any case, uh, noble gases, also known as inert gases, are a group of stable chemical elements which have very low reactivity. They are often used in situations where scientists do not want chemical reactions, for instance, in nuclear reactors or lighting. 
All right. Well, so there we go. There's your doom and gloom Monday. So we have not only do we have the apocalyptic vision of the meteorite landing inside of an active volcano, we have a possible meltdown in progress at a Chinese nuclear facility. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Like I said, I'm not a doom preacher. I'm laughing because this is um, morbidly funny. Morbidly funny. But okay, if that's not good enough or bad enough for you, uh, for the, the, the fake plot of our sci-fi movie, which we're doing today. We're creating our own fake plot of the sci-fi movie, and we're trying to smash all these real news stories into it to create the worst movie you ever heard of. So it starts with the volcano and the meteorite. It goes to the nuclear reactor next door, which is not in meltdown. It's just releasing some noble gases, all right? It's uh, under the regulations. All right, so then since we're going to do that and we're talking about meteorites, let's, uh, let's learn a little bit about what NASA might say about what happens when an asteroid is actually going to hit the Earth. Because, of course, with one meteorite, you'd expect more, right? So we're going to say that the meteorite that was coming into the volcano was just the start. And there's going to be more. Uh, let's see. What just happened? What just happened? The, the phone line just dropped. That is amazing. Let's call that back. All right. All right. Let's see. Let's do that. That. All right. Anyway, phone lines back up. 702-957-1037. All right. So now the plot of our movie, that's how it goes. Now, there's more. Now, what would NASA tell us? Now, this is from Mashable.com. And uh, if a scary asteroid will, will actually strike Earth, here's how you'll know. Now, this is an interesting article and an interesting concept, right? Because I always talk about propaganda and I talk about the news cycles and I talk about how they lie to us an awful lot. So here's an interesting thought experiment. Just kind of remove us from the movie plot for a second and think about this in real world terms. If this was going to happen and we were going to hit by an asteroid, how long, how much lag time do you think there would be between the elites finding out and the rest of the world finding out? Interesting to think about, right? Am I right? And here's why, because of course, the people with money and connections would all disappear into their bunkers. And then, in my opinion, the news would come out. Oh, by the way, guys, <laughs> the entire Eastern seaboard not looking good for you. Uh, you have about 16 hours, <laughs> right? Like that's probably how it would go down. But in any case, in this, uh, this fantastic article here uh, by Mashable, if you scroll down to the bottom, uh, they tell you how it's going to actually going to go down when it when and if it goes down. All right. So the warnings uh, there are t generally two types of warnings that will come from Na NASA: uh, notification of a very close encounter and a notification of a potential impact. For either of those, you'll need uh, you'll you'll know they're legitimate because NASA has actually said something about it. Said Johnson. Now now uh, the thing about this is uh, we talk about this all the time with the, the close meteor strikes, right, or a close meteor passings and things all kinds of like the daily mail like twice a week has oh rock flies the size of big ben flies incredibly close to earth right like like these are headlines twice a week on the daily mail okay right shame on you daily mail but literally at some point like i like i've been saying it's, it's going to be a case of the cried wolf, don't you think? The boy who cried wolf. So basically, if you're like, hey, twice a week we have these close close passes by these, these huge rocks just whizzing by Earth. And then when it finally happens, because it's been in the news cycle twice a week for years, nobody's going to take it seriously. But they're saying that uh, we'll know because NASA will say something about it. 
NASA will say something. Well, that that's heartening, isn't it? That's I mean, well, at least we have NASA. In any case, a close encounter, of course, not the alien kind, the rock and space kind, means a space rock isn't going to strike Earth, but NASA thinks it's still deserving of the public's attention, explained Johnson. Now, this guy's a nice scientist with, that works with uh, NASA. Now, it could be as small as a 30... 30-foot rock, 10 meters, or it could be something bigger like Apophis. Other people might spot the close encounter of the rock, also known as NEO trajectories, and they're posted online, which actually, that's a nice link. Let's share that as well. So if you want to see what NASA's tracking, here you go. There you go. There's the actual uh, NASA website where they're tracking the cl- Earth close approaches. All right. So anyway, uh, we get th- then so they'll report if there's a close encounter, and then they'll also report a potential impact. Right? Potential impact event. In some cases, it could be well bad, but really bad. Anyway, number two potential impact. If NASA detects a possible impact, something larger than around 30 feet across, with a greater than 1% chance of hitting Earth, things get serious. Shit's about to get real, guys. I tell you what, the plot of our movie is thickening. Johnson's office will give warning notifications to NASA to provide the White House, Congress, and government agencies. Public warnings won't simply be in the form of a, a NASA press release tweeted out and posted online. Quote, at that point, the White House takes the lead on on new information being released, said Johnson. Well, that should be more heartening. Uh, we get information passed on from NASA to the White House, and then it gets spun in their nice little spin machine, and then they get to tell us whatever they want to tell us whenever they want to tell it to us. You understand what I'm saying? In any case, it becomes a national emergency event, he added. FEMA would have to prepare for a disaster if an impact on U.S. soil were likely. All right. So anyway, at least we have these systems in place. So if there's going to be a potential impact event, we will know as soon as possible. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> I, I Like I said, they'll get to tell us whenever it is they want to tell us. And I don't think it would be immediately because, of course, there would be a, what do you call them? Contingency plans, uh, business continuity plans for the government to continue operating, right? Like this is the type of thing. Okay, anyway, uh, dark enough for you for a Monday? Let's go to, uh, let's go to this. Let's go to this. One more, and then we'll take a quick uh, word from our sponsor, which, of course, is you guys. But here we go. Check this out. Space.com reports this. If you want more, you want more scary, you got it. Earth's core is growing lopsided, and scientists don't know why. All right, so let's return to the plot of our poor movie that we're starting, this sci-fi with the meteor that lands inside the, the volcano that's next to a nuclear facility that's melting down, and the meteor isn't by itself. It's got big brothers right behind it on the way. So we have major problems happening here. But how about this? To top it all off, Earth's core is growing lopsided, and scientists don't know why. So we'll just say in our fake movie we're creating here on this fantastic Monday that we are going to assume that this meteorite that went inside this active volcano is somehow going to trigger something inside the earth and wobble this lopsided core. 
in, in any case. <laughs> the core is losing heat faster under Indonesia than it is under Brazil, and that's messing with the seismic waves passing through it. Uh, there we go. So scientists can only see it when they study the seismic waves, the subterranean tremors generated by earthquakes, passing through the planet's solid iron inner core. For some reason, waves move through the core significantly faster when they're traveling between the north and south poles than when they're traveling across the equator. Researchers have known about this discrepancy known as seismic anis... Uh, oh, crap. How do you say this word? Anisotropy. Okay. I don't know how to say it. Well, we're going to get some help from my lovely assistant, Microsoft Mike, because, well, it's better than me um, butchering words. Researchers have known about this discrepancy known as seismic anisotropy for decades, but have been unable to come up with an explanation that's consistent with the available data. All right. That's how you say the word, all right? I don't know. Anyway, in any case, don't worry about that little word. Don't worry about that little guy. We'll continue. Now, using computer simulations of the er the core's growth over the last billion years, a new study in the June 3rd issue of Nature Geoscience offers a solution that finally seems to fit. Every year, little by little, Earth's inner core is growing a lopsided pattern, with new iron crystals forming faster at the, uh, on the east side of the core than on the west side. Uh-oh. Quote, the movement of liquid iron in the outer core carries heat away from the inner core, causing it to freeze, leads study author Daniel Frost, a seismologist at the U University of California, Berkeley, told Live Science. So this means the outer core has been taking more heat from the east side under Indonesia than the west under Brazil. So, of course, to visualize this lopsided core, uh, core growth in the core, imagine a tree trunk with growth rings radiating out from the central point, Frost said. But the center of the rings are offset from the center of the tree. So that rings are spaced further apart on the east side of the tree and closer together on the west side. And there's a nice little graphic where they're trying to explain what the hell's going on with this. Did my, oh yeah, I guess the webcam did reconnect. That's nice. Uh, for some reason, my webcam just keeps randomly disconnecting. That's less good. What's, what would you call it? Double, double plus bad. Anyway, uh, so there we go. So, so now we don't know what the hell's going on with this. Scientists have no idea, which is always amazing when I hear scientists have no idea what's going on on and uh it's something as uh well let's say uh possibly catastrophic as this the the core the the molten core of the earth is uh, yeah becoming lopsided in any case there you go i think that's the good start of a bad movie and uh there you go we've uh who says we're not creative here so on a on a random monday in june we've created the beginning of the most stellar plot of the worst movie ever and uh rotten tomatoes probably nine percent good and uh yeah 91 percent bad but okay in any in any case we're gonna take a quick break and this is a word from our sponsor which of course is you are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. 
All right, let's uh, keep on trucking here. All right, so now I think I think the, the movie trope at this point, we can just drop it. Uh, unless you guys want to really continue, like, just putting the gas, the foot on the gas. But uh, I think that's probably a good start to a bad movie. Once you once you pack all the, the plot elements too, too densely, you never get to resolve all of them, which, of course, is the end of the world. But, uh, you know, we'll just uh, we'll just call it that. Let's go to the drive.com. Now, this is a this is one of those things that um, the UFO community has been all in the in, in, let's call it up in a hizzy about right that's probably um, the racist or sexist in some way so sue me i guess uh, so the navy concluded transmedium flying submersibles were possible a decade ago all right so <laughs> now if you guys have been following this ufo stuff right they're like look look ufos and then jeremy corbell and these guys they come out with uh, you know, these pictures of these things coming out of the water and they're like look look there we have no technology in the whole world of a transmedium flying submersible and well so it has to be a ufo well, okay. Well, this is from the warzone.com, the drive today, or June 11th, actually. Uh, yeah, the Navy concluded transmedium flying submersibles were possible a decade ago. Yep, that's right. A U.S. Navy research document from 2010 outlines the Naval Surface Warfare Center, Carderock Division's efforts to create a working design of a manned vehicle capable of both airborne flight and submerged travel. The craft was intended to provide stealthy transport for special forces units into and out of operating areas. This wasn't the first uh, study of its kind to propose such a transmedium vehicle defined as one capable of operating in multiple domains such as in the air and underwater but building such craft has proved proven itself time and time again to be difficult to say the least it's not clear how far the navy's efforts went but the document's conclusions are significant and that they show that over a decade ago naval researchers concluded that a quote working design is feasible within the current state of the art Huh, that's interesting. 2010, you say? It's 2021. Not counting DARPA. Weird. Weird. Uh, so, so in any case, I don't know. This is this is a uh, kind of back to the that UFO argument of well, if it came out of the water and flew, it's not of this earth. They didn't think so in 2010. So <laughs> just uh, just pointed it out. And I don't know. Remember, uh, remember, I'm not I'm not that guy trying to tell you that the UFOs are these things instead. I'm just trying to say, look, this t technology probably exists. And so uh, to, to point out a simple thing like this and say, well, we don't have anything that can do that. I'm not so sure that's the case. And so, you know, uh, I, I think that's part of this part of this whole cloak and dagger in the UFO business. Right. And uh, and, you know, and. and I get it. People are super passionate and people get mad when maybe you poke more plot holes in the existing plot holes. Uh, but but this is the type of thing that we need to consider and we need to think about is there's technology that uh, has been around that we have no idea that it exists. Okay. And for good reason, because you would expect uh, if we knew it, China knows it, you know, et cetera, so on Russia, the whole deal, but, but right. National security, all this stuff. But my point is that don't be fooled immediately into thinking everything that, uh, Oh, I don't know. Jeremy Corbell says is, a UFO. All right. And, and I just say that because I think it's, uh, I think we should be cautious uh, of um, possible propaganda, UFO propaganda, especially because it's uh it is the, the summer of saucers. Is it not? Is it not? <laughs> yeah. So um, there you go. What's up? 40s AM says Giorgio Tsoukalos would be disappointed. Yes. It may not be aliens. I'm not saying it's not aliens, but guys, 
it's not aliens. <laughs> I'll be the anti-Giorgio. But, uh, but in any case, you see what I'm saying here. It's like, um, like, like I've talked about in the past, the plasma technology that um, for radar spoofing and some other things. It's like it, 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 we're using these, these similar arguments of, well, we don't have that technology, like Lou Elizondo said, that could fool two things at a time. Maybe fool radar, yes, but not the human eye. Well, that's not true because there are actual plasma simulations if you go back and look at Project Palladium, right, and Nemesis more recently, uh, there there are actually plasma uh, spoofs they can put in the sky that will not only fool radar, will also fool the human eye. So, uh, again, like I said, when, when you make huge uh, declarations like this based on something like this, well, it came out of the water, then it flew. It has to be a UFO. Aliens from Alpha Centauri, right? No, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I'm not. Anyway, I wanted to point this out. If you guys hadn't seen this article, I think this is pretty good stuff. All right. Uh, what, what time we got? Let me make sure we're good time wise. Yeah, yeah. All good. All right. All right. So let's go to this. This is from uh, news.cgtn.com. And uh, here we go. Here we go. What's up, Jack? Yeah, live, buddy. Live, buddy. See, you you joined Twitch after all. We got you. We got you. We're live. What's up? All right. So GG, CGTN reports this. China plans to launch a Mars sample return mission around 2030. Yep, and more. So uh, so China plans to launch a Mars sample return mission around 2030, said Zhu Hongliang spokesperson of the China National Space Administration on Saturday at a press conference. Zhu also declared the country's first Mars mission, TN1, Tianwen-1, a complete success. Quote, in the history of aerospace development, we've made a mark with this three-in-one mission in... Uh, uh, this phone line keeps dropping. That's why I... Uh, that's the reason when I swing my head and look disgusted, it's because the phone line just dropped again. <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry. Uh, China, let's see. Uh, let's see. Where was I? Uh, we, we've made a mark. In the history of aerospace development, we've made a mark with this three-in-one mission of orbiting, landing, and roving in one go, which they did, apparently. That's pretty impressive. Uh, this means China has become a first-tier country in terms of interplanetary exploration, he said. The country also plans to launch a probe to collect samples from a near-Earth asteroid and explore a comet in one mission around 2025 and explore the more faraway Jovian system after 2030, according to Zhu. Uh, in, in addition, China plans to launch the Chang'e 6 and Chang'e 7 lunar probes in the coming five years to explore the environment and resources and collect samples from the moon's polar region. All right, so we've talked a lot about this, a lot about this um, in the uh, on, uh, Troubled Minds in the past and, uh, and in some of the news shows. Is that, uh, see, there you go. There's the, the Thank phone. You. There's the phone fixing itself. All right. So, but, uh, meaning that, uh, China has a plan, like a plan, uh, a, a big, uh, a big plan. Like, uh, every single year they have a new space, um, a new, a new space, uh, launch, literally some kind of new scientific space thing going to the moon or Mars or this or that or the other thing. And it's a uh, year after year after year after year, every single year they're launching these like super expensive projects to get into space. And if you don't think Space Force has anything to do with that, I wonder, I wonder, is it aliens? I'm not so sure that's aliens. But in any case, like this is this is good stuff to me, except the problem is it's coming from China, the CCP, right? Chinese Communist Party. And uh, the, the issue with that is their transparency. 
it's almost not at all. And so, like we said earlier, with that, uh, that reactor meltdown possibly happening, if it was happening like that, they'd never tell us until, right, they'd try and cover it up and pick up the pieces afterward with some, uh, you know, bags of money thrown at the NBA, right? LeBron James would be like, it was not a reactor meltdown, guys. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's how they do things. And so, as a result, uh, this is good. However, if they're, you know, let's say they find an ancient Martian civilization, you think they're going to tell us? I doubt it. <laughs> I kind of doubt it. Uh, all right. So anyway, anyway, uh, this, I, like I said, this is good stuff. We've talked about this in the past as well, about bringing uh, soil samples from uh, alien planets back to Earth. You know, uh, just look at the uh, the, the level four, uh, um, what you call it, uh, bio labs now. Well, <laughs> leaking things that cause, you know, <clears throat> worldwide pandemics. I think that uh, at some point uh, we're, we're uh, asking for trouble, let's say. Anyway, just kind of pointing this out that uh, not just us, now China has plans to actually go to Mars, or get, retrieve soil samples, not just on Mars, but on also a comet and an asteroid, and they're going to bring that stuff back to Earth. So, um, yeah, like, uh, let's file that under how could this go wrong. That would be the start of another sci-fi, a bad sci-fi movie. How about that? That would be, that would be the start of another bad sci-fi movie jack you missed it you we were starting our own movie today so you missed it but you're just in time to maybe start the next one all right so uh what time is it we'll do one more and then we'll take a quick break check this out this is from the independent.co.uk i love that everything is like .co.uk uh, is it seems like it's a tabloid? Uh, like we think that our fake news is fake. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> What's up, UK? Uh, shouting out to you guys. All right, so we got this right. FBI warns that QAnon's digital soldiers may engage in real world violence. Right? Digital soldiers. All right. So Capitol riot, frustration with failed prophecies, and growing social unrest could quote act as a catalyst for some to begin accepting the legitimacy of violent action. Now, it is funny to me that some of these some of these uh, propagandists, they can't lay off this January 6th thing, right? They're going to lean on this like it was, uh, oh, I don't know, the, the burning of the Library of Alexandria, right? Like, clearly it was not, right? Again, it wasn't good either. Don't get me wrong there. But holy crap, when you try and turn this into something it is not and politicize every single thing and point out all the conspiracies and conspiracy theorists, right? Again, you're, uh, it's more division propaganda. It's more trying to say they aren't like us, get them right. It's the whole dehumanizing aspect of, uh, of propaganda is if, if you attack people, uh, it looks bad, but if you attack conspiracy theorists, you've, unperson them and made them the enemy you see so uh, anyway we'll, we'll get back to this in just a sec because we have a break to take and we have a phone call so let's go to the, let's go to a phone call what's up you're on mike you're wait wait you're on troubled minds news with mike how are you what's up test one two test one two there you go see you, you get you get on the air and then you panic there's a panic <laughs> that's okay all right we're gonna take a quick break anyway if you if i missed a call it's okay i flubbed it when i answered it so i didn't push any buttons wrong i just said the wrong thing and well you know 
How dare I? But okay, so uh, we're going to take a quick break. So if uh, if you you dig the show, you know what to do. 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. Join the Discord. Come say hi. Lots of smart people in there sharing lots of smart links all the time. And also, if you want to uh, submit some news stories that uh, get featured on this particular news show, uh, there's a spot in Discord especially for that. So so please do. So thank you to all the folks out there that have done it. I know uh, 40s AM is super active of dropping news links in there all the time. I appreciate it. It helps me uh, uh, kind of see what's going on, it, and that's a good thing. But okay, so let's uh, let's take a quick break. This is Troubled Minds News. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's helpjewsnow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. All right. Welcome back to Troubled Minds News, and let's uh, continue, shall we? Let's continue with where we were at, which was, of course, QAnon. And uh, the point of, of this whole uh, 17th letter movement and, and all the rest of this, uh, I think it's a fantastic lesson in movements and propaganda and uh, possibly state-sponsored... Um, mm, what would you call it? Uh, anyway, anyway, uh, it is interesting that uh, here we go. FBI warns that QAnon's digital soldiers may engage in real world violence. Right. So, of course, it, it becomes uh, you're not just a keyboard warrior. Now, if you are into the movement itself in any capacity, you are now the enemy because you may engage in real world violence. Right. Real world violence. Right. I don't know. Uh, this is the type of stuff that uh, kind of like we talked about on um, Friday's show how the FBI had designated um, uh, ransomware hackers as terrorists now, right? And once once the definition becomes a particular thing politically, um, right, like I said, you unperson the people, they become easier to attack, not just politically, but uh, actually attack and go after. All right, let's go back to this phone call. That uh, looks like it's screening. I think we're good. Let's just go to the call. You're on a Troubled Minds News with Mike. What's up? What's your first name? Where are you calling from? All right, so somebody's actually listening because I heard me in the background talking. So <laughs> I don't think this is a butt dial. <laughs> 702-957-1037 will put you on the show. All right, let's continue, shall we? Uh, this, is, uh, this is news from theatlantic.com, and this is pretty good stuff here. This is... All right, this is a, a strangely comforting finding about Alien Rain. Alien Rain. That sounds like a great song, doesn't it? Alien Rain. I dream of alien rain. Well, here we are. Uh, whether they're made of iron or quartz, raindrops on other worlds are about the same size as those on Earth. Uh, yeah, so uh, let's see. Lo uh, Caitlin Loftus likes to imagine herself somewhere else on rainy days. She is a planetary scientist at Harvard, and for her, otherworldly rain is more than a daydream. She and her colleagues recently studied how liquid droplets might behave as they descend from clouds on different worlds. 
uh, on the planets and moons in our solar system and distant planets around other stars. The team had expected to find quite a bit of variation. The conditions on Earth, after all, bear little resemblance to the environments of other celestial bodies we know. Of the exoplanets the astronomers have discovered so far, some of them have weird characteristics. Rocky surfaces so stretchy they resemble toffee, puffy atmospheres that might as well be planetary cotton candy, toasty worlds hotter than most stars. Instead, their research suggests that raindrops on other worlds may not be so different from those on our own. Liquid droplets, whether they're made of water or something more unusual, fall to the ground as spherical blobs that are roughly the same size. The biggest methane raindrops on Titan, for example, would only be about twice the size of the biggest water, water raindrops on Earth. In one sense, the similarities across worlds are not so surprising. The universe is full of echoes from the basic composition of atoms and molecules to the fundamental forces that shape planets and galaxies. But there is something especially intriguing, even comforting, about finding uniformity in a phenomenon that seems so distinctly Earth-like, so specific to our existence as beings on this planet. And like I said, let's go back to the, uh, let's go back to dreaming. I dream of alien rain. And uh, what does it mean? Methane droplets, the size of uh, regular Earth droplets, seems kind of nice, doesn't it? That <laughs> seems kind of nice. All right. All right. Uh, where are we at? Time-wise, we're good. Make sure everything's in order. Uh, webcam is connected. Phone line hasn't dropped. Holy crap. We're in, we're in good shape for right now. I can't believe it. All right. Check this one out. Speaking of uh, creating terrorists, uh, <laughs> uh, political terrorists, check this out. Uh, I, can't, I can't help but notice, right, that, uh, that every single time, well, not, let's, let's not say every single time. That's getting ahead of myself. But let's say many times. I think that's probably more accurate. Uh, we uh, this this political divide stuff is um, well dishonest at best, uh, but okay. Here we go. Obama says this. This is from the Hill.com. Fox News viewers quote perceive a different reality than other Americans. Oh. I see. I see. Well, okay. Um, so, so clearly, uh, it doesn't go the other way, right? It, it definitely doesn't go the other way. It only goes this way. These, uh, I, I've seen these op-eds about you know, uh, Fox News and people saying that they're uh, you know, they're when their parents watch watch Fox News, they're just fostering racism and all this other garbage. It's like, come on, Fox News is terrible, but it's really, is it that much more terrible than CNN? If we're being real. <laughs> I mean, anyway, the former President Obama says that Fox News and the proliferation of social media have increased the current political divide in America. Now, there's a couple things to note here. He says the proliferation of social media. And what that means is people talking to each other, right? Even if it's, you know, flinging poo on Twitter, it's still talking to each other. All right. And of course... Well, they can test their psyop, right, by seeing how much flu, uh, poo gets flung, how much flu gets pung. See what I did there? Damn it. The phone line just dropped again. What the hell is going on right about now? Everything is breaking. Okay, but in any case, uh, quote, I think a lot of it has to do with changes in how people get information, Obama said during an interview with the 19th. Uh, the 19th, published on Monday. I spoke about this before, but if you watch Fox News, you perceive a different reality than if you read the New York Times. And those differences have been amplified by social media, which allows people to live in bubbles with other people who think like them. Obama said it has become clear to him that the country today is more divided than when I first ran for president in 2008. Let me ask you, Barack, whose fault do you think is, you know, 
part of that. Do you think? Do you think you have any sort of blame and maybe picking those scabs and uh, amplifying the division? Oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Um, yes, definitely, definitely, in my opinion. But I mean, come on. Uh, this is the same type of garbage that's uh, you know partisan garbage back and forth, flinging poo. Terrorists on that side, like we're 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 the holy saints of the the whatever the new world order on the other side. I don't know. Like, come on, really. No shit. But but does anybody out there know people who watch exclusively MSNBC and CNN? If they don't live in like some bizarre art alternate reality, just with that alone, I don't know what to tell you. You're not paying attention. And neither are they, by the way. Okay, anyway. Let's get off of that. Here's another one. This is interesting and notable. This is a, a shout out to the, the Dwayne Dibley trick uh, for the uh, archive here. Uh, this is from... Uh, the Los Angeles Times, which is paywalled, except I shared the link, so we're going to dodge it. Check this out. FBI wants to keep fortune in cash, gold, jewels. Cash, gold, and jewels from Beverly Hills Raid is an abuse of power. Now, this is a story that's actually been ongoing, and... Um, it's uh, there's some as always, right? Everything's not so binary, black and white with uh, these types of things. But uh, there's there's of course. Any, let's read this. So before before I try and give context, let's hear what the hell I'm talking about. When FBI agents asked for permission to rip hundreds of safe deposit boxes from the walls of a Beverly Hills business and haul them away, U.S. Magistrate Steve Kim set some strict limits on the raid. The business, called U.S. Private Vaults, had been charged in a sealed indictment with conspiring to sell drugs and launder money. Its customers had not. So the FBI could seize the boxes themselves, Kim decided, but had to return what was inside to the owners. Quote, this warrant does not authorize a criminal search or seizure of the contents of the safety deposit boxes, Kim's March 17th seizure warrant declared. Yet the FBI is now trying to confiscate $86 million in cash and millions of dollars more in jewelry and other valuables that agents found in 369 of the boxes. Yeah. Prosecutors claim the forfeiture is justified because the unnamed box holders were engaged in criminal activity. They have disclosed no evidence to support the allegation. And again, this is from the Los Angeles Times. Probably more assholes but I don't know, right? So where there's smoke, there's fire maybe? I don't know. Uh, well, not if you ask Hillary Clinton. She says no. But uh, in any case, uh, so uh, prosecutors claim the forfeiture is justified because the, the box holders engaged in criminal activity. Box holders and their lawyers denounced the ploy as a brazen abuse of forfeiture laws, saying prosecutors and the FBI were trampling on the rights of people who thought they found a safe place to stash confidential documents, heirlooms, gold, rare coins, and cash. So in any case, like this is the type of stuff that is important to take note of. Because when these these lines are blurred between um, criminals and not, see what happened? See what happened? Webcam just took a shit. There it is. It's back. Uh, all right. So, so, uh, this is the thing, right? Uh, the the whole the whole private property rights, the Fourth Amendment. What the hell is going on with this thing? All right, I'm gonna have to like rewire some things. All right, so anyway, hold on. Uh, let's see where are we at time wise. I think we're probably right in line with a nice break, so I can get a few seconds to plug this sucker in another USB port. Give me just a moment here, and uh, this is a word from our sponsor, which is you. We'll be right back. 
Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up the two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right. Thanks for uh, being patient there. I had to climb over three things and uh, jump through two hoops and, uh, yeah, plug in the damn webcam into a port that will actually work. All right. So in any case, now now the phone line has, has dropped. <laughs> what the hell is going on today? Oh, boy. All right. All right. Phone line calling back. Uh, maybe it's all me. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe Maybe it's just a giant train wreck and this was not meant to be. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so there we go. Uh, one more time, if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. It seems like Discord is probably more stable today. Uh, but, um, yeah, uh, the phone line is up again for like the fifth time. And I need a sip of coffee. Okay, so there we go. All right. So, again, back to this just real quick. Uh, it seems like this is something we should keep an eye on, right? With pr- private property rights, with uh, conflating uh, criminals versus not criminals and uh, property seizure of uh, maybe, you know, I mean, maybe, sure, fine. Maybe a, a bunch of these people hiding valuables in this safety deposit box company are guilty of crimes, right? But but what if they're not? That's that's part of the whole deal, right? That's part of the whole thing and why there's a, a thing called due process. And I know, I know, it makes me a terrorist to even bring it up. But it's an important facet of human rights. Due process. Due process. All right, let's continue, shall we? Let's go to Fox News. Speaking of shitty media, what's up, Fox News? Let's do this. New York Times admits Babylon B is satire, not misinformation in correction. Oh, yeah, baby. Now we're talking. So if you guys were uh, watching this show, I think it was, was it Friday or was it last Monday? We featured an article where the New York Times actually uh, was calling the Babylon B disinformation uh, in an article they published, right, of course. And then the Babylon B stood up to them and said bullshit and sued them and made them uh, either issue an apology, retraction, or both. And then so, of course, well, they did. (laughs) They did. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So in any case, uh, if anybody's familiar with the Babylon Bee, they're funny as hell and uh, usually spot on. Uh, But uh, the thing is, right, the New York Times, here we go. The New York Times issued a correction after initially claiming the satirical website, the Babylon Bee, trafficked in misinformation. And the liberal paper, paper now admits the site simply publishes satire. It is very good satire, by the way. Fox News first reported earlier this year that the Babylon Bee CEO, Seth Dillon, was considering legal action after the Times labeled the popular site of peddling fake news under the guise of satire and referred to it as a misinformation site. And that's rich, right? Coming from um, the, the New York Times of all, all, all things. Like, they are misinformation deluxe. They should be called the New York Times fake news. But uh, in any case, uh, in the email, Times Senior Counsel Dana R. Green informed the Babylon Bee that the reference was removed and a correction was added after careful review of the concerns raised by the satirical site. Now, 
Of course, right? Per usual, uh, shit doesn't get done unless you threaten to sue somebody or actually sue somebody. And so they did, and they they were like, oh, well, yeah, this may suck if this goes to court. So then they're like, after careful review, (laughs) we're going to reverse our fake news and uh, stop calling you fake news. You see what the world is made of? What a bunch of garbage. What a bunch of garbage. All right. In any case, let's let's get off of this rocky, rocky planet, and let's go somewhere else let's go to um to uh sciencealert.com and check this out this is pretty cool this is one of those things that uh you know makes me want to look to the stars more which is why we do quite a lot of space news on this show because of course who the hell else does rogue exoplanets lurking in space could have habitable moons scientists say it's hard to tell what's lurking out there in the dark voids between the stars evidence however suggests the existence of a vast population of rogue exoplanets right set adrift and tethered to no star far from the life-giving warmth the star provides these lonely exoplanets are unlikely to be habitable their moons might be another story according to new mathematical modeling some of these moons at least those with very specific conditions could potentially harbor both atmospheres and liquid water thanks to a combination of cosmic radiation and the tidal forces exerted on the moon by the gravitational interaction with its planet so there you go uh, they've now determined math it's mathematically plausible for a rogue exoplanet to have life on its moon yeah cool right i think that's pretty neat because why the hell not right i mean like we say like we continue to say in a lot of the the shows we do life finds a way does it not and uh everything doesn't have to be the goldilocks version of our life it could be all kinds of weird shit you guys have seen alien versus predator haven't you for crying out loud come on at least hollywood gets some things right probably probably not okay in case anybody was going to be bored this summer check this out i have got the hottest shit for you this is from geekwire.com and these are five summer book recommendations from our lord and savior uh, sorry blasphemy bill gates yes bill gates uh yep uh, there it is so we got uh, five here we go he recommends here are gates's summer book recommendations and now you know uh let's see uh, Lights Out, Pride, Delusion, and Fall of General Electric by Thomas Greta and Ted Mann. Uh, another one. Under a White Sky, The Nature of the Future by Elizabeth Colbert. A Promised Land by Barack Obama. Oh, oh, coochie coo. Everybody's favorite president, right? The Overstory by Richard Powers. An Elegant Defense, The Extraordinary New Science of the Immune System, A Tale in Four Lies by Matt Rictal. All right. So in case anybody w- was in for a boring summer and didn't know what to do with your time, Bill Gates has you covered. And he wants you to read some of this propaganda drivel bullshit that he's been peddling on the world. Well, I don't know. For how long? Notice how it doesn't say he's not telling you how to read a book or to read a book titled something like How Not to Be a Billionaire Sociopath. Because, well, I mean, we're talking about Bill Gates, aren't we? <laughs> it is Bill Gates, after all. And uh, sorry about the blasphemy there. I was making a joke. How Everybody thinks Bill Gates is the man. And I think he's just another asshole. But... Uh, uh, what can you say? What can you do? All right. Here we go. This is from Sci Tech Daily. Sci Tech Daily. Uh, all right. Here it is. Major scientific leap. This is pretty cool, actually. Quantum microscope created that can see the impossible. 
the impossible. Now, what does that mean? What does that actually mean? Yeah, that's right. In a major scientific leap, University of Queensland researchers have created a quantum microscope that can reveal biological structures that would be otherwise impossible to see. Now, how's this work? Check this out. This is amazing. This paves the way for applications in biotechnology and could extend far beyond this into areas ranging from navigation to medical imaging. The microscope is powered by the science of quantum entanglement, an effect Einstein described as spooky interactions at a distance. Professor Warwick Bowen from UQ's Quantum Optics Lab and Arc Center of Excellence for Engineering Quantum Systems said it was the first entanglement-based sensor with performance beyond the best possible existing technology. Quote, this breakthrough will spark all sorts of new technologies from better navigation systems to better MRI machines, you name it. Entanglement is thought to lie at the heart of quantum revolution, of a quantum revolution. We finally demonstrated that sensors that use it can supersede existing non-quantum technology. And there you go. I think that's pretty hot. If they can, uh, they've, they've, if this is real then we're able to peek into this whole quantum entanglement situation. Um, yeah, exactly. 40s AM. So good news or doomsday? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I hope. Let's let's hope it's not doomsday. I think we started with doomsday. We've, we've left that plot a long time ago. That's what happens with those bad movies and the plots. You guys notice that start with this awful plot and then they, they can't even like keep the awful plot. It just meanders around and then ends badly. Yeah, that's that's our movie today. <laughs> that's our movie. That's our that's our fictional garbage movie that we created. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? Okay. All right. Now, where are we at time-wise? Are we okay? I got this congestion going. I got this uh, a little bit, a little bit of that uh, summer hay fever thing happening with a little bit of, yeah. Anyway, in any case, let's check this out. Let's look at the New York Post because, well, what's up, New York Post? Hey, look, I was looking at Ace Hats earlier. Look what it did. It's it lined me up with some nice Ace Hat ads up there, dicks. All right, New York Post. This is pretty cool. This is another good one, um, and uh, it's uh, let's see. Headline is this: Humans could make babies on Mars. After new sperm discovery, study says. All right, check this out. This is pretty cool. Uh, scientists have discovered that sperm can potentially survive on Mars for hundreds of years, meaning that humans could possibly reproduce on the red planet in the future. Quote, these discoveries are essential for mankind to progress into the space age, lead research author Professor Sayaka Wakayama, yeah, I did it, a scientist at Japan's University of Yamanashi, told the Daily Mail, of the, of the study. Uh, however, no humans pleasured themselves in the name of science, per the research published Friday. That's a shame. Instead, scientists studied the effects of radiation on a batch of mouse sperm that had been freeze-dried and stored aboard the International Space Station for six years. Well, come on, guys. If you're going to do this, at least do it right. I'm sure there's lots of folks who would donate to science, if you know what I'm saying. However, uh, actually it says, let's see, experts previously believed that space radiation would destroy sperm, rendering breeding impossible or even causing cancer. However, a new, new analysis revealed that the rodent reproductive fluid was perfectly healthy after its interstellar sojourn, even subjecting the spunky stuff to x-rays on Earth. Uh, cheeky. So, so smart, spunky stuff to x-rays on Earth didn't affect fertility. Quote, many genetically normal offspring were obtained, said Wakayama, whose team estimates that freeze-dried semen could last aboard the ISS for up to 200 years. Well, now we know exactly where to go, because if you don't, well, then 
we have no 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 uh no end on mars no beginning and no end right you can't have an end on mars without a beginning and since we started with a bad doomsday plot let's say that uh at the end of it since we meandered around with a bunch of other bs that humanity escaped to mars for a new beginning and of course the new beginning has to happen before you have part two of our terrible movie that begins on Mars and ends with the end of Mars. <laughs> In any case, there we go. I think that probably sums up the news for the day. Now, uh, as you guys know, this uh, this is the this is called Troubled Minds News. We do it Monday and Friday on Twitch at 3 p.m. Pacific. We do Troubled Minds Radio. That's on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. You can find that on uh, D Live, Facebook, and YouTube, and also on the Fringe FM. And well, that's what we're doing. That's what we do, and uh, we just like to look at things a little bit differently. And maybe um, people like to call us uh, conspiracy theorists or this or that or the other thing i just like to say i'm not a um well i i guess i am an asshole i'm an asshole but i'm not a politically motivated asshole how about that uh, it's a little different i guess i don't know but uh an a-hole's an a-hole so whatevs and uh <laughs> I have this terrible, terrible um, congestion. It's driving me nuts. Okay, so in any case, we're done. That's it. We're finished. I'm sorry. That's the end. That's the end of this bad movie. And um, the good news is uh, that we'll be back tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific on Fringe FM and uh, the other places I said. All right? So, God willing, of course. You got to throw that in, right? God willing. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to play a Star Wars crawl, and we're going to say thank you to the folks who have supported the show. If you want to support the show, there's not only uh, you can sub up here on Twitch, like I played a couple times, uh, the quick little commercials, or you can also um, be uh, uh, support us on Patreon. Uh, the, the Patreon link you can find on Discord. You can find it actually at pretty much every YouTube video we put up. There's a, there's a Patreon up there and all the rest of that stuff. So there you go. There's our, there's our bad movie for the day and um, as we finish this up and about to about to actually let's not finish this up quite yet because we've got a friend of the show calling so let's let's take this phone call and then we'll finish this up so we're not totally done yet so don't go anywhere don't go anywhere Chantel you're on Troubled Minds News with Mike how are you my friend oops hold on one moment Sorry about that. I muted the tab. I'm sorry. Now I can hear you. How are you, Chantel? Welcome to the show. (laughs) Try again. I'm good. Um, Yeah, I was going to ask you this at the beginning of the show. I just remembered about it again. Um, Facebook, your whole episode, the last one on Thursday night, was taken down. I can't find it anywhere. And I don't think I see it on youtube either was it taken down and what was it about that it was so great it had to be taken down if it was sorry about that i'm choking on myself over here okay so uh you are correct are you still there yeah i'm here okay sorry sorry to make you wait uh i was literally gagging over here okay so uh, it did get taken down, but it was me that took it down. So all, all that whole episode I've redacted from the internet, and uh, we will re- revisit that topic another time. There was uh, there was just some kind of some negative negativity toward the end of that episode. I didn't like the vibe, so uh, I took it down. Um, and it's just a okay. Let's, that was a smart move. Yeah, it was me. It was me that did it. So so uh, just just to say, let's throw out another rule. I hate making all these rules because it just makes me like an ass more like an asshole than I already am. All right. 
but there's some rules that if you're going to be on the show uh i'm open game you can you can come after me okay at any point and it's fine because i can defend myself when people call into the show you don't steamroll them and tell them they're wrong and do things like that and we had some situations like that and i didn't like it i didn't like the vibe and it was not not a nice thing so i took it down and so that's what it was like i said uh sorry about that with no explanation i just um i didn't want to make it make it a bigger thing than it was and uh it's it's just what it is so so sorry about that sorry for no explanation but there it is that's okay you did the right thing and i'm glad it wasn't them and it was you doing it of your own free will Thank you. I agree 100%. I agree. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're going to do three shows this week. Do you have any ideas on uh, what kind of shows you want to hear? I would still like to hear something about the Morgellon thing. That is the freakiest thing ever where they got the colored things coming out of their skin and doctors say it's all in their head. Okay. Uh, I actually don't know a lot about it, uh, but I, I can look into it for sure. Absolutely. We're all, all uh, making okay. note of it. And uh, Morgellons typing it right now. Yep. Okay. Okay. Oh. And, all right. um, you know, anything else you choose. Always aliens are always good, but I, I know it's getting to be kind of old news at this point. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe some ghosts or some Bigfoot or. <laughs> Um, you can always go back to the, the um, oh, what is it, the Skinwalker Ranch thing and wormholes and all that. I actually, well, I can't remember now. I actually just read a book, and if I can find the book, I'll just, I'll just put it onto Discord because um, I read too many things. But I just read a book where they came out with zero-point energy and all back in, like, the 60s. Okay. Zero point energy. It was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all this stuff—they've had it. They're just starting to release it slowly to us, and you know, we're just—you know—we get the drips and the leftovers. So, no, but if we I can find a book. I will. Uh, I'll put it down. Okay, I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, please do link it because uh, that's the type of uh-huh. stuff that I, I love to hear about. Is it, Are we uh, actually holding back technology to create that artificial scarcity? Because, right, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's what George Orwell said yeah. back in... Uh, there's another... Book. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. No, okay. there's one more book. It's uh, about the 37th parallel. It's by a guy I'd never heard of before, but it's really good. Ben Mesrich, and it's about America's UFO highway. And it's really good. It's got a lot of interesting things about uh, the 37th parallel and all the things that have gone on on that. Okay. I've actually heard that before, uh, 37th parallel. So, yeah, that's a good one, too. Actually, I want to make note of that as well. And uh, if you can, please link those books. I'd love to see them in Discord if you can. And okay. uh, taking some notes here because, like I said, uh, it, it's not it, – for me, it's not hard to put the shows together and do the shows. It's the, the hardest mm-hmm. idea is coming up with an idea of what to talk about. That's the hardest thing. So if, if we can uh, kind of crowdsource right. some of that and get great ideas from you guys, it makes it super easy for me and uh, clearly more interesting for, for many of you. So I appreciate that a lot. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for taking the call, even though it was late, and I'll let you go. Have a good evening. 
Thank you very much for calling. Thank you for listening, Chantel. We'll talk to you soon. You have a good evening as well. We'll see you tomorrow night. Okay. Okay, thanks. Bye. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. There you go. Simple as that. You can be on the show at any point, 702-957-1037, troubleminds.org. Thank you for the call, Chantel. Appreciate that a lot. Yeah, the, the missing episode was me, and I'm not going to really address it further than that. That's what it was. And, uh, yeah, so so there it is. Uh, and uh, at the end of it, this is Troubled Minds News. I'm Michael Strange. Let's do an outro and uh, say thank you to the folks who have uh, contributed uh, through Patreon and also uh, by, by subbing up on on Twitch, uh, which is, uh, of course, uh, all these fine folks. So I'm going to say Johnson because I haven't added him to the list. So I'm going to say, what's up, Johnson? You're not on a list yet, but I'll do it. I did get this done, though, the, the new graphic for the news, right? That's cool. But uh, I didn't get the, the Star Wars crawl updated. So we'll start with Johnson and we'll go from there. Let's do this. All right. So this is the fine folks who have... Uh, Decided to support the show. I appreciate it a lot. A huge thank you to all our amazing supporters. Join the list today. These are the Twitch subs. AJ Dare, Alien Nichan, Dark Devious, 40s AM, Ident, what's up, Johnson? Jay Up, we got Jay from New York, we got Noble Cal L, Monochromatic, Hi Bailey, we got Not the Golf Channel. Quint67, Stinky Carnival, Supervike1, and Satan Claus. Patreon supporters, again, add Johnson to the list, like I said. Alien Nichan, Axel Steel, Dark Devious, Dwayne Dibley, Hell21, Jayup, Matsal, and Twigs. And there you go. There you go. As simple as that. Thank you guys so much again for being part of this. Thank you for listening. Thanks for spreading the word. Thanks for all the thoughtful comments. Thanks for everything. Thanks for, for all of it. Like I said, with, uh, without you guys, this shows nothing. And I appreciate it a lot. Thank you, Chantel, for the call. Thank you, whoever else was trying to call that couldn't get through. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Pacific. More Troubled Minds coming to you. And uh, I'm looking for show ideas. Do you guys have any ideas on stuff you want to hear? I saw a Night Stalker talking about some time travel there maybe we'll do some of that kind of take a take our eyes off the alien for a little bit because well the media wants to tell us what the aliens are so there you go there you go thanks guys we'll catch you soon have a fantastic afternoon happy monday and hopefully our bad science fiction movie wasn't as bad as you hoped it would be (laughs) have a great one guys we'll catch you tomorrow night Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.